This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by regular contributor to the bottom line, Alan Seary, accountant with O'Neill Foley. Uh, lots always going on during this COVID uh, crisis on the uh, uh tax, revenue, allowances, subsidies, all that stuff. And Alan is a great guide through it all. Alan, tell us about the stay and spend tax credit. Good morning, John. Yeah, so the stay and spend tax credit is coming in from next week being the 1st of October um, and lasts for about six months. And what is what it is is an encouragement for people to uh, stay uh, in hotels in Ireland uh, and also to use restaurants in Ireland. Um, so the way it works is that you get 20% uh, back um, from your, your your hotel stays or your restaurant stays up to a maximum claim of €125 Euro a year per person or €250 Euro, uh, for a married couple. So it's quite significant um, uh, for people to avail of. It's, it's, it's like a nice discount to get on a hotel stay. Yeah, so for, to, to get the €250 discount, how much would you need to spend? You'd need to spend one two five zero. So, um, uh, so but that that can be that, that doesn't have to be a one a one a one time spend. It can be over a period of time, you know, for restaurants um, or for B and Bs for or hotels who are registered. Yeah, um, and how does somebody payment? Yeah, and how do you claim it, and when do you get the money back, and all that kind of stuff? Because I think there's a lot of allowances out there that people probably half know about, but they actually don't claim. Sure. Well, I suppose the the stay and spend credit requires uh, both the hotels or restaurants to do something, and also for the, the the customer taxpayer to do something. So, from the hotel or restaurant side, they need to register with Revenue as a, a stay and spend provider. And um, so that's a very seamless process, and they'll actually get a sticker that they can put up on their their door. I'm, I'm sure they can transpose onto their website as well to say that they 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 have this facility available. And that's a big selling point for hotels, and it's a negotiation, a, a, a race with a, with a customer. They can say, we're registered for the day and spend tax credit, so whatever you pay, you'll actually get some back from the revenue. Yeah. Um, so from the customer's point of view, what they need to do then is to uh, keep their receipts. Uh, revenue have a, 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 a an app called the Receipts Tracker app, and you can actually photocopy or take a photo rather of the, of the uh, receipts onto your app. Um, download that into your revenue account and you, you don't need to keep the receipt thereafter then it's on revenue record. So at the end of the year then um, you can add up how many receipts that you have that qualify. Uh, the minimum that you have to spend is, is €25 Euro, um, uh, on, on either you know uh, accommodation or meals. Um, and once you once you can over €625 Euro per individual, um, you can make a full claim then for the 125 and that just comes off your tax uh, bill at the end of the year. Or like what you referenced there, if you're sending in medical expenses, you make a claim for that. You make a claim for the stay and spend tax credit as well. Yeah, so that be at that the way. end of this uh, tax year. Yeah, so if you if you can, it's it's valid for the next six months. So if you spend, it's if you spend the full six twenty five this year, um, in the remaining three months of this year, you can you can claim it in your twenty twenty tax return. Um, or if you if you wait until next year, you can you can claim it in your twenty twenty one tax return. Yeah, so so pretty progressive and creative way. There's a lot of um, schemes have been going around. It must be quite hard to keep up with them all. 
It is, it is, but um, uh, you know that there are good uh, reference points, both say on websites, our own one, um, uh, and also Revenue have a good, good um, reference points for tax credits and so on. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of information out there for people that are available. And what we, what I would always say to people, even that you know there aren't in the tax system per se, that you should actually um, make an effort every year to contact Revenue through my account and claim your medical expenses and things like this. You look, it, it, all, it all adds up. And, and like you, you'd be amazed that many people um, actually find receipts in the door that, that actually do qualify for tax expenses or tax relief, rather. Yeah, now, when the when the pandemic hit back in, in March, uh, the government was very quick uh, in bringing in a, a wage subsidy scheme. Kind of un, unwritten sort of assumption underlying that was that we'd be out of COVID relatively quickly. The talk is kind of like well into next year now. Um, the subsidies have changed over. Uh, talk to us about that. The first scheme has ended. Is there What do businesses need to do? Yeah, so the first scheme has ended. Um, what businesses need to do is at the early part of the scheme, the revenue issued a flat rate subsidy of €410. Euro. Um, and that was really the reason why that was so was because it, it came in so quickly and government wanted to get money out to businesses so they, they could keep on paying, paying their employees. Um, so the, the €410 Euro or, or lesser amount the revenue might have paid at that juncture mightn't have been the full amount um, or might have been an overpayment of the subsidy itself that was actually due for a particular employee. So what revenue doing now is they're contacting employers and saying, will you, will you provide us a reconciliation of what you paid in those first six, eight weeks to employees by way of subsidy and what we gave you. And then if we owe you, we'll give it, we'll give it to you. But more than likely, employers probably owe revenue um, uh, an amount back and they, they'll want that back. And how's that process going? Is it relatively straightforward for businesses um, or is yeah, there a so lot of tangle? It, there's not too much tangle, no. Revenue have issued a, a, effectively a spreadsheet out to employers or we'll be doing over the next few weeks um, and... Uh, you know, what the data will be in there is what revenue have on file as regards what they issued uh, for subsidies and employers will be asked to put in what they paid employees for waiver subsidy and how they calculate those and then it'll be a workout then of what the difference is and how to, who, who owes what. Yeah, so that was the old scheme. What about the new? Tell us about the new one. Yeah, so the main criteria, John, for the new scheme is that businesses will experience at least a 30% drop in turnover as a result of COVID-19 between July and December this year. And the measurement period is generally July and December last year. So you look at your turnover for for the second half of this year and compare that then with your turnover for the the second half of last year. And if there's a 30% drop year on year, you you then qualify for the the new wage subsidy scheme. For the period, is it? For the entire period? Yeah, so so it runs into next year. So each month you have to review your position um, uh, and see then, am I, am I on target to stay within 30% of, of, um, uh, of, that, of, of that gap, whatever. So if, if, I'm, if, if your turnover, say, has been 30% down in September, October, November, but it's, it spikes back up again to being well up in December, mm. you, you might need to revisit your position then. So. And a very difficult uh, thing to do is to forecast, isn't it? Um, particularly in the current environment. The Department of Finance is pretty brutal at forecasting oftentimes. Their revenue is billions out sometimes. It is, but I, I suppose with this scheme, John, uh, you know, um, you know, in, in the guidance, um, they do have commentary there that you use your best estimate. Um, so, like, you'll know what your turnover, we're in September now, so you know what your turnover has been like for July and August, and you can get a good 
um, measurement of that against Kajai in August last year. Mm. Uh, so most business will know if they're in the ballpark of a 30% reduction in turnover, and unfortunately most business will be in that space. Yeah, and just talk to us about the subsidies, the levels, and, and it's it's different, I gather, this time in as much as the subsidy goes to the employer. Yeah, so there's two there's two um, elements of subsidy. One is a, a direct subsidy. Um, so the direct subsidy is that if an employee is on between roughly €151 Euro per week and €203 Euro a week, the employer gets a flat subsidy of €151 Euro for, per week for that employee. Um, if the employee is on just over €203 Euro per week up to uh, €1,462 Euro per week, uh, the employer gets a flat subsidy of €203 Euro for that employee per week. Um, but in addition to that, the employer gets um, a reduced rate of employer's PRSI. So, for example, the main headline rate of, of PRSI is over 11%, just slightly over 11%, uh, whereas if they avail of this scheme, the employer PRSI cost reduces to uh, half a percent. So that's quite a significant saving. Yeah. Now, Alan, um, there's a lot of work. Presumably, this has meant a lot of extra work for people in payroll departments uh, and financial controllers and finance people and so on. And all of this is coming hot on the heels or in advance of the usual autumn tax deadline. Some changes there as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the tax return deadline for paper filers, uh, the, the paying file date is still the same as 31st of October, but most people now uh, do what's called pay and file online, um, and by doing that they get an extension. So ordinarily the extension runs into mid, mid-November, and um, this year revenue have extended it out until the 10th of December. Uh, 2020. But to avail of the, the extension, you have to do two things. One is you have to make a, an online return, which most people do in the self-assessment system. And also as well, you have to bring your your, your, your balance of tax up to date for 2019. And you're obligated to pay primary tax for 2020 as well, but most people this year now might, might struggle to do that. Yeah. Um, so for, for, for most people, they qualify for the 10th of December uh, extension once they file online and pay their balance of tax for last year online. Um, and make a payment on account for this year. Um, but for people who are um, maybe in a very precarious position that they might struggle to pay last year's balance, um, they really should focus on getting the tax return in on by the 31st of October. Yeah, so challenging time for many people. But the revenue throughout uh, this crisis have been pretty reasonable, is my impression. Uh, they have, yeah. So the government, I suppose, introduced legislation to... Um, require revenue to to act reasonably. Uh, so one of those things was say like a warehousing scheme where debts are debts are parked for a period. Um, another another um, facility is the uh, interest on late payments. So ordinarily interest on late interest will be charged at ten percent. So uh, for some business they've got a zero percent rate for a period, and then for other business they've got a, a reduced rate of three percent um, for for taxes like VAT. Um, so they they, ha- they have been they have been uh, reasonable. Um, uh, and they've they've done a super effort in getting the wage subsidy scheme up and running and out there. Um, there's been a few clinks along the way, but nothing nothing unreasonable. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's uh, uh, you know it has been a very good effort by both the Department of Finance and then by the Revenue in implementing the the, the wage subsidy schemes and other other facilities there for businesses. Now, Alan, you and I going back many years always around this time of the year discuss the budget and all that kind of stuff and what's going to happen and what's not and what they did and what they didn't do. Um, the, the UK budget was uh, postponed during the week. Um, do you think we'll have a budget in October in Ireland here? 
I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't need to be any changes, John. Um, but I, I think we will have a budget, if nothing else, for the fact that we, you know, we need to sort of say what we're going to spend next year um, and um, how much all this is costing us, unfortunately. So I, th- I think we will have a budget, and we've, I've heard no nothing to suggest um, uh, that there won't be. But that being said, as you rightly say, the, the UK government kind of pulled the plug on their budget very late in the day. So... Um, nobody knows in this weather. Yeah, now there might be some, while while no changes in income tax are expected, or indeed the government has said there won't be any, there might be some reliefs finishing and so on, so people need to keep their eye on that. Yeah, one particular um, relief there, John, uh, that's actually two for farmers, one is called consanguinity relief, and that's, that's effectively um, transfers of farms from one generation to the next. Um, so, uh, where a farmer is over 35, he can still get a reduced rate of stamp duty um, if he or she acquires a farm from a parent. So ordinarily, the rate of stamp duty will be 7.5%, whereas if they qualify for a consanguinity relief, the rate of stamp duty is 1%. That's scheduled to end this year, as is uh, farm consolidation relief for stamp duty purposes. Um, uh, that's actually where, where two farmers swap lands, and if there's, if there's a bit extra paid or a bit, a bit under, it, it, it's uh, 1%. Um, uh, uh, so that, that too is scheduled to end this year. So... Um, we're hoping that they that they, they they will be extended, um, uh, but we haven't seen much on that yet. So it remains to see whether they will be extended. Yeah, well, look, all will be revealed in the coming weeks, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again, Alan, in uh, the coming weeks, probably around the time of the budget. Alan Siri, thanks very much this morning for joining us and taking us through all those issues. KCLR's Bottom Line. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie